Do you have any advice you'd like to share? I mean, uh, want to be an advice columnist for the day? This is the time to become famous. All right. <laughs> You're giving it up. This is it. This is your 15 minutes. Actually, two minutes, but you know. Would you like to join us? See how you, how you, uh, you measure up with Ann Landers. Would you like to be an advice columnist? Give it a try. It's Give not it a hard. try. We have some interesting. It's pretty easy. All right, you're gonna you're gonna feel really bad in about five minutes. You gave up the opportunity. You're gonna be walking you know, away. You're like it's like I don't know. Looking you're all cool. You're, like you're being insulting now. You're being derisive. I'm being an advice columnist. Don't be derisive. Kathy's on the mic. She formerly worked for PBS. Was telling us about working on the documentaries early on, and uh, we're 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 um, and and you're a neighbor. You're you're Upper West Sider. Absolutely, for yeah. more than 40 years. Yep. So uh, tell us a little about yourself. Well, my first job was actually as a young graduate of American University School of International Service. I was posted to Delhi, India. Oh my God! In wow. an era before there were computers. That Would you want to go back to Delhi now? I have gone back to India okay. a number of times. India, I've been to a hundred plus countries just because I enjoy traveling. That's wonderful. Not, 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 not part of your work with PBS. No, no. PBS was all in the U.S. Okay. Yeah. How old were you? Let's see. The first 22, posting. I 22 think. in Delhi. And in what, Delhi? And what was it, your job? Well, I was telling someone today and, and your listeners, if they're older, would understand, but younger, they wouldn't. It was an era because I'm 76. When I passed the Foreign Service exam and was told I could not be a political officer because the U.S. Diplomatic Corps wouldn't accept women as political officers. Wow. All right, that's changed, I assume. Oh, it changed fairly soon afterwards. But I switched and had a much better time because there was an entity that, unfortunately, President Clinton bargained away to get his judges passed by a conservative southern uh, senator. you got to make deals. the U.S. Information Agency. And now they're regretting because the lack of cultural exchange, the lack of um, information, the lack of public libraries all over the world is because there aren't the people like me who were serving overseas. Wow. Creating like the Fulbright exchanges. Some of those are still going on, but no. Right, 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 yeah. So it was quite different. I had a little VW with flowers on it and loved the idea because I marched against the war in Vietnam that when I went to the CIA. I did too, (laughs) University of Florida. That I looked at the CIA walls to see if I recognized any of us demonstrating against them. So it was sort of fun to be a diplomat yeah, yeah, yeah. on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kathy, thank you for joining Bar Crawl Radio out here in the park. This is our bench chat version mm-hmm. where we uh, we talk to people walking along Riverside uh, Park. and in the Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It looks like it may, it may rain, mm-hmm. but uh, we have a question for you. So okay. today's, today's version um, of uh, Bar Crawl Radio is we're, we're doing uh, uh, advice column. And so I have a question here that was originally Dear Ann Landers. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you. Okay. And then I want to hear Kathy's Dear Dear Kathy. Kathy. Dear Kathy. Dear Kathy. Okay. How would you respond to it? Okay. Dear Dear Kathy, please tell me if I'm wrong. My wife's parents called last week and asked if they could stay in our extra bedroom for the night. And we get along very well, so naturally I, I said yes. 
My wife and I had been planning on an evening out, and my in-laws offered to watch our daughter so we wouldn't have to hire a sitter. It seemed all very convenient, convenient arrangement. Here's the problem. My in-laws smoke. Yeah. They know we do not tolerate smoking in our home, especially how, now that we have a young child. When my wife and I returned from our evening out, it was obvious that my in-laws had been puffing up a storm. There were ashes on the sofa. I was furious. When we asked them about it, they became angry and started yelling that our rules were ridiculous and that they should be allowed to smoke in our home if they want to. Then they left in a snit and have threatened to cut all ties with us. Now, my wife and I are not anti-crusaders, Kathy. We don't mind if friends or family members smoke, but we don't want them doing it in our house. I don't believe we're unreasonable, but apparently they do. I don't think you read that in a balanced way. I, I really I'm, think I'm, you I'm might have been. I'm giving a little acting thing. You were, you were yeah. pretty biased there. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, well, this person's biased. He has a point oh, of view. Oh, I guess so. I guess yeah, you're, yeah. Reading, you're, you're reading it from his I'm point of view. I'm reading it from his point of view. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. How can we repair this rupture and have a good relationship again without caving in on the smoking issue? Sign the son-in-law. And you can okay. start dear son-in-law. Dear son-in-law, <laughs> what I would suggest is that you take a brief cooling out period and then you suggest that you might meet in some neutral place so that you and your child and their grandchild could be together and then very gradually talk about how the respect that in their house they have rules the same way in your house you and your wife have rules and that those are established and that you're not trying to change them although you believe that you want them as grandparents to live longer and therefore if they stop smoking they'd enjoy their grandchild or grandchildren in the future longer but that you respect what they're doing in their home and they should then therefore respect if they want to stay in your house and you know what Kathy I like your answer better than dear than Anne oh, what did she Anne say Landers. she wrote you have every right to tell your in-laws they cannot smoke in your home and they should respect your wishes to ma maintain cordial relations. I suggest you offer to take them out for dinner at an upscale restaurant and try to find one that allows smoking. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. But well, she said that should do it. I used to read. See, Anne I don't Lynch. think they're that no. smart. No, no. The tone is wrong. The fact that it's upscale, you're, you're what? bribing them in exactly, some way, yeah. Yeah. and then you're giving in to your own views by going to a restaurant with smoking. Yeah. No, no, I yeah. completely I, disagree. I, yeah, I mean, but you know what, I've been a rebel all my life, so a no, polite, I, responsible Kathy, rebel. I like Sounds your advice like much yeah. better. No, I, I don't know, you might consider going into this business. I think that was excellent <laughs> yeah, advice. Yeah. And of course, it's not yeah. Ann Landers, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Jean Phillips, yeah. right? Her, her mother started it. And then uh, her mother was Pauline Phillips, oh. and then Jean Phillips took it over, and uh, we're going to talk about how. Oh yeah, you have to explain that one how, to me. How Ann Landers became Ann Landers. Oh, and I think yeah. there wasn't there a fight between sisters. You know, I Each didn't do that much. I didn't do a deep study. I think there were sisters, one of whom started Dear Abby, the other might have been Ann Landers. Okay. Okay. There was. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about Dear Abby. Uh. Ann Landers, you're right. There were two sisters. Uh. Right. You're exactly okay. you're absolutely well, right. All right, we're going to get we're straighten that all out. Great. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. A lot. All right, now you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> okay, that was a good start. You know, I think I think this advice changes from period to period. Yeah. Yeah, this is old, you know? right? Yeah. Today I think I think it'd be different. I, I didn't get the Probably. date. Yeah. 
Well, good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you. Okay. Hi, honey. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Here we are. I'm not sure where that goes. Uh, Maybe I'll just do it in order. Bench. We started talking with talk. this uh, young mother, pregnant, with a young child, Simone. And the, and the, and, and, and the grandmother. And the grandmother. And mm -hmm. Kathy, the grandmother, decided to answer our first uh, advice columnist question, which is what we're doing today. Yeah, I know you like to start at the beginning. Like I like to start at the beginning and move to the middle. And you have less, you have less editing to do. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been out here in uh, Riverside Park for a while, here at the promenade, uh, because we went on a road trip. A couple weeks, yes. And um, the road trip shows will come up before this one. Okay. So, but I, I wanted to mention something that happened on the road trip. We talked with artist Danny Doughty. Yes. And um, not Danny Doughty. Danny Doughty. Doughty. Right. Right. And with Evan Williams, the uh, artist, the um, author. Author. Of Ripples. And um, if you haven't caught those, they, they actually are before this one. Okay. So, um, so, so, so there you go. But on our, on our trip back from our road trip through the South, we... You let me drive the car. Oh yeah. You were. I did. You were. You were, um, you were tired, and you'd been doing I all the driving. I actually fell asleep too, which I usually don't do in the daytime. Yeah, you were exhausted, and I hate driving cars. Uh, I don't do it particularly well, but I was on the highway. It was just the highway, so I thought it was pretty good. So I'm, I'm going along, and I think you said I was driving for an hour. It felt like four. No, it was an hour, and you know, I think I had checked. I know what you're going to talk about. It felt it felt like a long time. I had noticed that we were running low on gasoline, and I didn't say anything. So I, I'm more, as much or more to blame than. I remember mentioning. I said, "How much gas do we have?" You said, "Well, we need to get some soon." Right. And then I immediately forgot. Yeah. And I fell asleep. Because you're driving the car, and then you gave the car over to me, and then then I'm driving the car, and and I'm driving along, and um, all of a sudden. The engine stops. I know. 75 miles an hour. Weird, right? We're like in the, the middle or the far lane from the from, from the side. And the engine just stopped. Now, the, steer, the steering power steering was still there. But I when I stepped on the gas, there was nothing. Right. It was like nothing was and going on. And so you kind of woke me up and said, uh, I, something's wrong with the car. Something's wrong with the car. <laughs> so we're going at 75, and then we're going at 70, and then... And I said, well, you got to get over, get over, get over to the right. side. Luckily, we were going down, kind of downhill. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to work my way over to the side and over to the, all the way to the side. And we realized that the, what the problem was. Yeah, we had run out of gas. Run out of gas completely. Right. So, I, I, so we're, we're, we're moving along. Now we're at 60 and now we're going at 50. And <laughs> I'm, uh, um, you know, the gas, I, no gas. And fortunately, like Alan said, we were, we were on a downslope. So yeah. we just coasted. We coasted, and, and, and right in front of us was an exit. And so I had to pull out into the exit. So we actually, we were much slower than the other cars. Luckily, no one else was No exiting. one came behind us, yeah. So I, I pulled onto the exit. Now we're at 40. So it came to the end of the exit. Now we're at about 20. And the road is kind of evening out now. So now we're at about 15. And, and there, right and outside the exit, was a gas station. Right. And it was odd because... You turn right, and then maybe in another 10, 20 feet, you turn right again, right into the gas station. Right into the gas station. It wasn't station. even a street that we had to cross. Right. And there was no, no one at our pump. I pulled up to the right side of the pump, because so the, <laughs> the, the gas tank is on the, on the passenger side. I pulled up right to the pump, 
I got to lined up to the gas station, tap the brake just lightly, and, and stop. And that was it. And that was it. <laughs> I, I, I think of it now, and it's like, that's crazy. That's crazy. It lucky. was crazy. If, if, if we had run out of gas like a minute later, we would have passed that. Right. And it, who knows how long we might have had to coast until we came to another exit, and we might have just, we you know, the car would have eventually obviously stopped. We wouldn't have coasted to the next exit. No, we would have stopped, and we'd been in the middle of the Of course, if it was just downhill, highway. you know, if it was just downhill, because we weren't, it wasn't as if the car was really moving of its own. I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't moving because of the engine. It was just rolling down a yeah, hill. Yeah, but if we had passed that, oh, you know. Anyway. We had passed that exit. We would have been just like, I would have had to walk and get gas. You probably would have, yeah. That's so, true. Anyway. That's true. Eventually it would have stopped. You're There's right. more to that trip. Um, and um, you go back to our to the two previous uh, um, um, podcasts on, um, William, on Evan Williams and Danny Dowdy. I think they're quite good. I think they're quite good. One, one about the New South and, and the other about um, East Virginia, the shore of Eastern Virginia. Um, Very interesting. F- fascinating two, two characters we talked to. So today we're talking about advice columnists. I thought it might be fun to ask people passing by, or just you, uh, oh, how, really? how you would how oh. you would answer these. I didn't know I was. Go- uh, that's so oh yeah, cool. you're on you're on the thing. I get to be I get to be an advice columnist. Yeah. So I, I picked out um, examples from Dear Abby, uh, which was founded in 1956 by Pauline Phillips under the pen name Abigail Van Buren, um, and they came up with that name because um, Abigail is in the Book of Samuel, so they like that. And then the last name of the former U.S. President, Martin Van Buren. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, that they came up with Dear Abby. And then Pauline's daughter, Jean, Jean Phillips, took over the column in So this was, what year was Dear Abby? What year did she uh, write? 1956. 1956, And then okay. her daughter took it over in 2000. Well, and um, Van Buren wasn't that recent. It was just I a know. former president. Okay, okay. It said I former president. Yeah, former, like former. It was pretty early. Yeah, okay. Former. Okay. Right. All right, got it. And then we'll also t- uh, pick some um, some questions th- uh, from the Ask Ann Landers advice column. All right. And and and, and th- 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 there was uh, a feud between two sisters for that one. For the um, Ann Landers. Yeah. And then Ask Amy, Amy Dickinson, who I've tried I tried to get onto our podcast, but I don't think I wrote the email correctly. Okay. I wrote an email saying, I read one of your columns and I thought it was brilliant and um, would you like to be on our podcast and I, the email I got back was you read one of my columns <laughs> that's right. it right yeah yeah and now you want me to be on your program so I wrote back and I said uh, I was impressed yeah, yeah I was really <laughs> impressed and I'm going to read more <laughs> but I haven't but then I came to this and so we're, we're going to get some from Ask Amy okay right but it turns out there's a lot of these columns, these advice columns. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, um, I, um, Kathy was just talking um, off, off mic. Just, we were just chatting. And she said, uh, she mentioned somebody that writes for the Times, but he calls himself an eth- ethicist. Ethicist. An ethicist. Yeah. Well, there's, diff- there's different I like kinds. that. I like that. I mean, that's what we should think about as being ethical. Like, what's the ethical way to respond to people? Yeah, right? but you know what? I, I mean, I, I, I could write an ethical column, you know, how to be good, how to be I ethical. I don't know. I think an ethicist, 
thinks about these things a lot. Well, in the New York Times, it would be kind of really, yeah, yeah. they would, they, they, they would be crazy. You have to weigh crazy all the, ethical. the issues right. involved. So I, I mean, before I go on to list of the different kinds of advice columns, maybe I can, I can ask you one of these. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. Um, so again, this comes from uh, Dear Ann Landers. Um, and okay. again, there's not a lot of people out here. There's a hurricane warning oh, in the area. Oh, it might just be you and me. It just huh? might be you and me. And I'm glad we got we got Kathy. So yeah. Um, again, I'm going to be reading this. And you know what? Do you know why we got Kathy? Why? Because of that adorable grandchild. I know you. You. You brought it. You. She you was kind a. Of, <laughs> she was a sweetheart. She was. Dear Ann Landers. I have a wife and two sons, age 15 and 12. I love them dearly, but they are so scatterbrained. They drive me nuts. They constantly are losing keys and glasses and hairbrushes and wallets. They put empty peanut butter jars back in the cabinet without the top screwed on, mind you. I once found my wife's purse in the freezer. I'm one of those people who likes everything in its place. I have started hiding items from my family so I can find them when needed. I used to lend my wife and kids the scissors, scotch tape, that kind of stuff, but I would never see those things again. Now I refuse to let my family use any of my belongings. I'm sure I drive them as crazy as they drive me, but the truth is they are the ones who need to change. I have pleaded with them to recognize how frustrating their forgetfulness is, but they simply laugh and ask, Ah, where's the TV remote? We have at least three, and none of them can be located. Do you have a solution to my problem? Signed, Left Brained in South Carolina. Dear Left Brain in South Carolina, hey, I understand where you're coming from because I have a husband oh, who is please. just like that. Oh, please. He never turns the water off. I'm so afraid that I'm going to come home one right. day and the house will be burnt, our apartment will be burned down because he doesn't turn the stove off sometimes. He has burned so many pans. But look, I got to tell you something. <laughs> You're getting static. You cannot change people. And you are going to be a very unhappy person if you think you can or if you try to. So I really can't support your um, effort to change your loved ones. To change your loved ones. Okay, okay, okay. So what I would suggest to you is that to go on keeping things hidden and have your own little stash of things where you keep them where you want them to be so you can find them and just live and let live and love and let love. How was that? I thought that was really good. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, this is what Ann La- this is what Ann Landers said. Dear Ann Landers, dear left brain, get off it. Did she say don't, that? Don't, get off it. Don't be so so nitpicky. You know, sometimes people are very creative, and they they they, they you, forget. No no no. They this, forget this is things not what she because said. they're thinking important thoughts. <laughs> he's making this and up. And so leave them alone. And if they forget things, they forget things. Just forget about it. So what if they leave the stove on? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen, probably. So what if the water's going on? On and on and on. I know on one time and on and on. it overflowed the sink and got into the floor below. <laughs> I know that happened, but, you know, their, their ceiling was dirty anyway. So I think we can work a lot of things out here with this, with this um, idea you have here about the col- advice columns. So what did Ann Landers say, really? 
Dear Left Brained, I can tell you they never I can tell you they will never change. So stop beating yourself up over their forgetfulness. It must be difficult for a neatnik such as you to live with slobs, but accept with grace that which you cannot change. It's a no hoper. Well, I think she said it more concisely, but I think we kind of <laughs> said the same thing. <laughs> At least I sympathized with the guy. Yeah, you know, I know. I had well. something I had in common. Ah, Would ah. you like to join us? Try your luck. Try, try how you... Uh, not like today? to be an advice okay. columnist. We're trying to get people to be advice columnists. How about you want to try it? See if see how you how you uh, you measure up with Ann Landers. We'll give you we'll give you the question. Okay. We'll give you the question right. and let's see how you respond. Okay. okay. Right. Put on the headset because you're going to be able to. You'll okay. like that because you can really hear us in All your right. head. Uh, my name is Chris and I live on the Upper West Side. Yeah. Okay. And you're here with your my wife, your wife and, and uh, my little one. Your yeah. beautiful He's, baby uh, eight boy. Months. Yeah. Aww. What's his name? His name's Christian. <gasps> Christian. He's beautiful. It's like yeah. Chris. Look yeah. at that head of hair. He's like our grandson. Yeah, lots of hair, and we've already cut it twice, and it keeps growing. So <laughs> we just have to have to work with what we got. My God. <laughs> yeah. My I'm God. telling keep, you. Keep the barber at hand. I know. I right? could show you pictures. He's you just know, like he's my grandson. He's inundated oh, with really? hair. <laughs> All right. So what we're doing is we're asking people um, um, letters from like Ann Landers and Dear, Dear Abby, Abby. And we're going to read it to you, and then you give your advice. Okay. Right, and maybe your wife would like to give her advice because this is an interesting one. All right. Okay. And so it, the advice columnist is, like, what's an example? Well, like you. Well, Ann Landers is an advice columnist. But like, sorry, like oh, re, oh, huh? Like oh, okay. Exactly. Dear Abby. Exactly. Right, right. 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 Okay. All right. So, all right. So now, now it's not dear, dear Abby. It's dear Chris. All right. Dear Chris, <laughs> I suspect my wife of six years is having an affair. <laughs> Oh, oh, you walked into this one. <laughs> she means a great deal to me, but I don't want a divorce. My suspicions are beginning to wreck my personal and professional life, and I don't know what to do. I recently heard of a TV show that investigates and catches cheating spouses on film. I'm seriously considering contract <laughs> contacting the producers. Do you think my wife and I would be able to reconcile if I had her investigated and caught her on the show? Sign... Just asking. <laughs> you can start, dear. Just asking. <laughs> you can think for a minute. That's funny. Just, and, and I give advice. Exactly. Yeah, you're giving exactly. advice to, to just ask, right? To just Six years, though. Right. Six so, years having an affair. So, and it's to dear asking. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're saying, dear, exactly. dear, just asking. Dear, just asking. There you go. I would. Ask yourself, why did it take six years for you to discover this truth and get an understanding of where you missed something to not know something was happening sooner? So ask yourself that question. Yeah. Number two. It's like Joe, Joe, like Joe Biden. I would, two. I would not <laughs> understand uh, the ramification of going to someone to search and basically on a TV show to put this out on, on everything and determine if that's something that you really care about or not and keep it in private or not. Uh, and then the last thing is, if that, I, it's six years of the while. You better understand why why are you there in the first place. That's that's the last thing. 
Right. I, yeah, right. that's my biggest one. Yeah. And, and, and there you how, go. how do you think you're going to be reconciled after that? Exactly. After showing it on television. Exactly. So right. you really got to consider that number two, if, if it's going to be a national television, how you really get to see yourself in the relationship, if that's worth all the hassle after that's been televised, and then if that's worth it. Okay. Can, can I add something to this? Yeah. Chris, as you're like an assistant or something. Also, too, if. If this has been going on for six years, and your thought is to to get a television detective to follow <laughs> your wife, you might consider first talking to her. Uh, you know? Maybe, I mean, maybe she'll sign up and be like, hey, um, let's go national with this, and we'll, we'll make millions of dollars. I'll play along. Exactly. Or maybe she won't even let you do it. That's insane to me. No, it, it sounds like it would go viral. Yeah. You know. And she might say, yeah, I've been having an affair. You want to put it on news? Oh, my goodness. Should, oh, I, get, should wow. I have another one to increase this? The, the, the te- <laughs> how, how popular it is? Oh, my goodness. All right, I so, like Chris, now, couple. do you think you could be a, a vice columnist now? I mean, you, you got through one. Uh, I think I could ask them questions. I give people advice all the time, actually. Whether they listen to me Don't or not, we all? That's, that's, yeah. that's the other thing. Uh, but, but, uh, but you were asking them asking questions. Do you ever give your wife advice? Oh yeah, all the time. Well, you're but, young. Maybe you should. But I always, <laughs> I always, uh, it's more of in like, well, let's consider our options. Like, okay, if you go this way, have you thought about this? Okay, how how, how does that go for you? It doesn't go well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I could have told you that. <laughs> but it doesn't go well. Yeah. But my personality is very uh, strong as well. I can so, see that. So people okay. are just like. But uh, you're young and you learn and you're yeah. resilient and. Yeah, I try to know. be. But I do get frustrated when they come back and say, "Oh, it didn't work out." Well, what'd you do? The complete opposite of what you told me to do. <laughs> so then yeah. I right. don't even right. talk to you. You get points. All right, all right, all right. Let me let me give you advice, Chris. Yes, I. When okay. they come back and they say it didn't work out, you say, "Oh, honey, I'm so sorry." You know, what? I you know I I I know you tried and we'll work on it. Yikes! I, <laughs> Yikes! That's definitely not me. Not you. It's more like it wasn't me at the beginning. When I was your age, it wasn't me either. That's so. exactly what I'm telling you. That's exactly what I've been saying all this time. <laughs> I am so right. I, I, I think so over right. the past year, Chris, though, being right is not the best thing. You know, you know, my wife and I have been married for eight years, and we have gotten a long way. But I think we still have those. If Absolutely. Yes. Oh, and but it happens. Would you agree? It's normal. Oh, okay, okay. You just have to work through it. And I, I think more so with my friends and family, I've come to like, all right, fine. Well, that's too bad. But I'm biting my tongue at the back. Oh my goodness! I could just—I should just tell you I told you so. But I—I'm holding back. Bite the tongue. I know. Bite yeah. the tongue. Yeah, bite Keep the biting until it bleeds. Really, it's yeah. very hard, but yeah. it is no, hard. it is hard. It'll—it'll it'll get easier. I hope so. It'll get easier. I think my tongue has been much bloodier than his. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Anyway, do you, do you want to hear what uh, Ann Landers said? Yeah, let's hear that. All one. right, she said, if you had your wife investigated and she were caught cheating and it later appeared on TV, your marriage would not stand the chance of the proverbial snowball in hell. <laughs> I think you need some professional help, mister. Please get it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Professional help is a good one. I that's think that's what one. Chris was saying. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's yeah, good. that's a really good one. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're Bar Crawl Radio, and you can check us out. And listen to yourself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, this one will be up in about three weeks. Cool. I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing it. That'll be so fun. I'll be able to laugh at myself and uh, work on things with my wife. Well, yeah. And we won't have to go through a six-year 
uh, or investigation whatsoever because we're we no, don't, we don't have that problem. Uh, neither one. of you are cheating. Yeah, we don't no. have that problem number one, but we directly communicate pretty well. So that's great. Good. It'll yeah. get better. That's great. It'll get yeah. better. Keep working so. on it. Good for you. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> that's so cool. Zero. Boy, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. All right. So I was saying that there's um, there's other kinds of advice columns. Yes. Um, like advice, like on different things, or well, I, I, I came, no, no, like it's, professional it's, advice. No, or? just advice columns. Like it's, it's gotten a little more, I think, more kind of cool, kind of like you know, breezy. Well, people like to, they don't necessarily want the advice, but they like to read about other people's problems and laugh I, about I it. I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. Dear Prudence, Jeannie Desmond Harris writes that one. Now, why they call it Dear Prudence? Um, Savage Love by. <clears throat> By Dan Savage. Oh, the, the nut went right in my throat. Uh-oh. <coughs> you want me to read it, sweetie? I do know how to uh, read. Well, I was, gonna get, I was getting to a point Okay, here. go ahead. Get right. to a point. Uh, Dear Rabbit. Please, get to a point. By Heather Haverleskis. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting to the point. Okay, I'm waiting. Ask Polly by and Heather. Waiting. Heather Haverleski does and two waiting. of them. He's turning around. He's coming around. <laughs> now everybody knows. Uh, Dear Sugar and Hola Papi. That's that's a very popular one. Oh, I like that one. Hola Papi. Hola, Hola Papi. Papi. It's a guy, I think he's homosexual. And oh, really? He gives, he gives that kind of advice. So I was thinking, if I were to write a Oh, here we go. Column, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. What 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 name would I give it? Uh, Ask Pop. Ask Pop. Yeah, like, no. No, no. no. I was thinking, like, Dear Droopy Pants. <laughs> well... Yeah. I mean, that's like, like, like if, if you were to write, if you were to write to dear droopy pants, who would want advice from droopy pants? I said, yeah, dear droopy pants, I, 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 I don't like Cheerios. What should I do? <laughs> and droopy pants would go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pants fell down. See, no one would write to droopy pants. No, they there. wouldn't. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Well, I was thinking if I would, if I were writing one, I'd, it'd be like ask Jennifer. <laughs> okay, exactly. Right. I bet right. you that's the case. Or like ask Slim Wick Willie or something. I wonder how many times that's the case where it's <laughs> you, you say it's a woman's name, but it's really a guy. That It could be. Yeah. Why not? All right. I, I, I had another thought. What if one of the um, um, people on the Biden uh, administration were to start an advice column? Who, who would you want to get advice from? Well, we do get advice from a lot of them. No, I mean an advice column. Like, okay. Um... Well, oh. Dear Kamala Harris. Yeah. I was going to say, Dear Kamala. Dear Absolutely. Kamala. Absolutely. Dear Obama. Can you imagine? Though? Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. Time out, Al. Time out. You just brought something up. Okay. Can okay. you imagine the Vice President of the United States has an advice column? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about if it's, what about if it's um, Dear Kamala? Dear Kamala. I really like the last president. We had a lot going on. <laughs> Can you tell your president to change his ways? Yours truly, Putin. Putin. Oh, I thought I thought you were uh, you you were. Uh, I know. I'm, it's a bad accent. I'm I not. Thought, good I, at I that. thought it was Trump's wife. I've got her <laughs> oh, name already. Oh, Melania. Melania. That sounded like yeah. Melania. Putin. Melania. Oh, yeah. God. So these are the things that go through my mind when I'm. It's hot in the apartment. Would you like to be an advice columnist? Okay. Come on over. Okay. Come on over. Come on over. Put put on put on the headset. Yeah. So yeah, so we just need your first name. Or, or you, you can a, make it up. It's okay. Make up a name. Or you're, are you an Upper West Sider? I am. You are? Yes. And your name is I am? Yes. Okay. No, okay. no, no. no. Uh, Amina. 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 And oh, I had a student named Amina. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your dog's name is? Tuli. 
Oh, no, what? No. T- like Tuli? T-U-L-I. That's our daughter's name. That's our daughter's name. No. Isn't that weird? It's a, it's a nickname, but and we spell it T-U-L-I-E. And she's You're always telling people she's Tuli, and they call her Julie. And she oh, says, wow. no, it's Julie with a T. <laughs> and you guys are actually married. You, you're not just like, you didn't we just are. get one of you, didn't just pull someone off the street. No, we are. Yeah, she, she <laughs> just she invited me over and said, you want to be in my podcast. I felt sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea. We'll, all right. So what we're doing, um, 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 Amina. 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 Okay, what we're doing, Amina, is we're asking pacifiers to just try out being an advice column. We have a number of real letters. Uh, this one comes from uh, Dear Abby's column. And so it's going to be Dear Amina, mm-hmm. and we're going to read the letter, and then you give your, your advice. Okay. All right? And, and Tuli's all right? Okay, so Tuli, we're all right? Tuli, sit. Tuli, sit. Sit, monkey. Tuli is just like our daughter, doesn't sit. listen. <laughs> no, she's... she's oh, there she there. goes, much better than our daughter. Because okay. our daughter is smarter Down. than us, so why would she listen to us? Okay. okay. Dear Amina. Yes. Here we go. Have people now decided that they cannot travel without their dogs? My sister and her husband visit with us for five days each year. I love seeing her, but they bring their large dog and expect us to keep our Siamese cat locked up while they're here. Our cat is terrified of dogs, and she's in there for five days. So their dog is sweet, but he makes a big mess when he eats, and they don't scoop his poop until the end of their visit, and I'm vacuuming up dog hair for weeks. When I try to be frank about the problem of having to lock up our cat with the kibble all over the place and the poop, my sister got upset and told our parents we were anti-dog people who don't appreciate their efforts to visit family. Any suggestions on how to deal with these visits? I don't want to cause a family feud over a five-day visit every year, but I'm beginning to dread them coming. Signed, Over It Big Time. Dear Over It Big Time, as a fellow dog lover, I completely uh, think that your sister is wrong to impose uh, her dog on you without first getting your thoughts about what it's like for you to have to lock your can up because frankly we should we, we should weigh the interests of the dog um, equal to those of the interests of the cat and I, I think that both both of those interests should be taken into account and when somebody is coming to visit you in your house that an, a minimum they can do is to figure out whether it's convenient for you and your pets it's not fun for a cat to be locked up I'm sure and it's not nice for you to be separated from your cat. So I think you're completely in the right here. Wow. Wow. See, this, this was my theory when I came up with this idea to do this, this particular program, is that we can all be advice columnists. You know, and, and just, I have to say. It's just common sense. Yes. The people yeah. that have stopped and talked have given the best advice. There you I, go. You know, yeah, so, so, so this, this is what Dear Abby said, Yeah. right? She said, Dear Over It, If you haven't told your parents what you have written to me, you should, because they should hear your side of this. Perhaps they can get through to your nervy sister that what what she's doing is rude, inconsiderate, an imposition. Then tell your sister you would love to see her, but if she's bringing Rover over with her, (laughs) you can accommodate her dog and herself for one night, not five, 
and repeat the rules she must follow while she's there. We're on the same page. So there that, you that, go. that works for you. Yeah. Very good. And good you, job. And you being a dog owner. Yes, absolutely. Right. I completely understand. Because you're 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 a you're a pet lover. What, yeah. what can you tell us what you do? I'm a human rights lawyer. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good work. Thank you for doing this. It's such a lovely idea. Thank oh, you. thank you. Check us out, Barkwell Radio. Okay. We've done we've done quite well. Yes, it turns out. Yeah. You know, we always column. say no one's going to stop. No one's going to talk to us. They think we're weird. They think we're dumb. And we, we get great people to stop and talk to us. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do you want to do one more? I want you to do one more. Okay. I okay. want you to let me read it. All right. So I may you, not read you, it with this, no, you, a, you as can, great an acting um, prowess as you, you have. Let me, let, me, let me pick out. Can I pick <laughs> up one? But wait. If you're going to pick it out, that's not fair. No, but I, I, I want to... Um, we haven't got one from Amy Dickinson. Sure. Whatever you like. So we, had, we should pick one from Whatever Amy Dickinson. Whatever you like, sweetie. Yeah. Dear Amy, My siblings and I were raised to thank people for gifts, verbally or with a note, sometimes both. My children were taught the same thing growing up. My oldest son and his wife have several children. I struggle with the fact that there is never a thank you unless we are together when they receive a gift. I love them and want to give to them for special occasions. Sending money in cards or gifts through the mail, is all, it's always the same. The only way I know that it arrives is by the tracking number. There have been a few times I'd call just to find out if something arrived. Three of these grandchildren are now adults. I'm on a limited budget. How should I best handle this? Signed, Upset Grandmother. Oh, God. <laughs> Dear Upset Grandmother. <laughs> My God. You know, they're just kids. They aren't grown up yet. You, you, you want too much from them, dear Upset Grandmother. If you want to give them money, give them money. Why do you have to get a great big old thank you, Grandma, Grandmama? I mean, who needs it? Just enjoy the fact that you've given your grandchildren money. And in fact, maybe you should just give them more. Let them know they're going to get it all when you're gone. <laughs> if anything's These, left. What? If anything. Oh, sorry. Dear Grandmama, shut up. Let me finish my little <laughs> advice here. From what I'm hearing, you don't have that much money anyway. <laughs> So they probably are looking for more. Get a job. <laughs> okay. I, I like this. I like this I a lot. I think you. I think you have a. I think you have an idea here. <laughs> you could be that kind of yeah. calmness. Get yeah. a life. Get a life. Forget about thank I'm, yous. I'm going to be dear Slim Willie. <laughs> I don't think that's a good one for me. Dear Droopy Pants. Okay. Okay. Here's what um, Amy said. Amy Dickinson. Yeah. Amy Dickinson said. Who does not want to be on our show, Amy. Okay, whatever. Upset, Grandmother. These adults are your son's children. Evidently, your son didn't get the family memo about how important it is to appropriately express gratitude for a oh, gift. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You obviously lay the blame for this rudeness on your daughter-in-law, but you should share your frustration with your son. He's their parent, too. Otherwise... If you are truly tired of the frustration and that awful empty feeling when your generosity goes unnoticed, you should stop. 
Okay, this is a little, um, my own little excerpt here. Idiot, keep in touch with your grandchildren, but find another source for your generosity. I mean, I agree with her. Just stop if that bug, if that bugs yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, if you're not getting thank yous, you know, just send. Personally, I never expect a thank you. Sends, you know, send. I just like to, if I want, I give because I enjoy giving. That's how I, I don't expect a thank you. You know, we, we just gave a, uh, a gift. Don't go there. I won't say. Don't that. No, you shouldn't go there. No. <laughs> it sounds like. I, I, didn't, I never got a thank you. Maybe that's why I'm so pissed at dear grandmama. All right, that's Mark Wall Radio. We're out here on Riverside Drive in the Promenade. And we've talked to several of our neighbors who uh, practice being advice columnists. And they did, did a, a great job. They did a pretty damn good job. They did a great job. Of, of doing that. This was, this was a great You gave me. Chris a hard one. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. <laughs> His wife was just chuckling over she there. She was laughing. It was yeah. great. She was going like, tell him. Go tell him. <laughs> tell him. Tell him. All right, sweetie. I've learned a lot. Yeah. Having been, having been married to you for oh, all these years. And I know. My bloody tongue. I say you can't change other people, but when you grow old together, you both change. And you that's bo- great. You both change and, you both and, change. and, and, and mellow and, and all you that You still and all that leave stuff. the stove on, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, it'll work its way out. But I'm bummed.